One of the hardest parts about being a follower of Jesus Christ or being a a follower of God the Father, God the Holy Spirit, and God the Son is the, the rightful orientation of who we are and what role we play in this relationship. If we look in the Old Testament, we see Jesus make reference in, in the gospel from the Old Testament uh, the, the fact that Elijah, one of the greatest prophets in the eyes of the Jewish people, he didn't cure the widows of Israel. He cured a widow who was not a Jewish person. And then Elisha, there were plenty of, he's a great prophet as well, plenty of lepers in Israel. But did he cure one of them? No. He cured Naaman, a commander in the Syrian army, who was something, you know, that was against the Israelites. It's very counterintuitive. And they became quite upset, saying, who are you? What are you saying? We are the chosen people. This is all about us. Since Abraham, we've known that this is about us. We are the chosen people. What kind of left-handed backslap comment is that, that he cured some, some uh, person in the Netherlands and some Syrian rather than a Jew? What are, you suge- what are you suggesting? And they got so mad, they got so threatened because they were the chosen people by that, that they wanted to kill a prophet that just seconds before they were amazed at. Oh, how yours and my anger can be sparked out of a threatening of who we are and what our job is, who we are and what our inheritance is. And when that is threatened, we can become very, very quickly angry. If you look at the first reading in Jeremiah, boy, I tell you, you know, I don't know if you guys spent a lot of time in the Old Testament, but boy, about the last job you want to have in the Old Testament is to be a prophet. Uh, you, you end up beaten, robbed, uh, pillared, yelled at, spat at, and usually killed. <laughs> it's not a gig. Now, can you imagine this? Jeremiah, I want to call you to be my prophet. Really? Can I apply for a different job? My brothers and sisters, you and I are the prophets of the day. Not necessarily in prophetic terms of new revelation, but prophets that are speaking out to a community in need of truth. For God is truth, and God is love. I love St. Paul's 1 Corinthians chapter 13. Love is patient, love is kind. We've heard it at every wedding we've ever been at, right? But just, it, it, it endures all things. It's never rude. And I'm thinking, man, am I really in love with my wife? I'm, I must be faking it, you know? Sorry, honey. But uh, honestly, this, that's, that's such a high standard. You know why that's such an incredibly high standard? That is a perfect descriptor of God himself. God is love, perfectly. There's no malice in God. There's no rudeness in God. There is nothing in God that is intended to harm. There is only in God truth and generosity and giving and hope and rightful direction and peace of mind if you and I have the courage to follow our Lord. 
And so in a world that we live in today, which quite frankly is not that different than at any age that the world has been, we get, I think I get a little bit wound up with the fact that I think the world is going to pieces. Well, you know, the world's always going to be going to pieces. It's always been spinning around. It's still spinning around, right? So it's a matter of perspective. The truth of the matter is, who are we? Yes, we're the chosen people in a lot of ways like the Jewish people because God has adopted us. We are his sons and we are his daughters. But what is our role? Are we supposed to sit back in our pews and say, well, we got this, everything's cool, it's all good, I don't have anything to do, all I have to do is be Catholic, go to church on Sunday, receive the Eucharist, listen to Deacon Paul beat us up, and everything will be just fine. Wrong. That's not what we're supposed to do. All that is true, but what we are supposed to do is to be usable by God so that his truth and his love might spread itself physically to the others in our community. This really isn't about us as individuals. This is about us as community, having the courage to guide and to direct. You know, the, the real leprosy of today is the fact that truth is being violated. Truth is being violated every day. It's always been the case. Just now there are large segments of media and social media and the Internet and what is a newspaper anyway? It used to be a thing. I mean, the, there is just such amplification of attempts to destroy and bend truth today that it gets so loud that it sort of shakes us. My brothers and sisters, let me give you a couple for instances. I mean, this is, we just had the pro-life march. Honest to goodness, I don't know where you would go to school in the world and learn that cell division was not life. I can remember being about this big at Our Lady of Mount Carmel. Yes, that school is that old. And I went to science class, and they told us that when cells divide, that's life. That's, that's life. The vision of cells is life. Praise God, we have life, the greatest gift given to mankind. But in a world today, we're told, no, that's not life. That is only life when it becomes capable of sustaining itself. Or maybe that is not life unless the mother says, yeah, that's life. Or I don't want it. It's not life. My brothers and sisters, is that true? Is that truth? Or is that justification? Crazy world. I mean, I would have never thought this one would have come up, but here we go. Today, there's a real question of what is a man and what is a woman? How many genders are there? Male and female, God made them. Nope. There's thousands of them. Really? I think there's only two. Until you want there to be more. Because to be restricted to two and to the truth of two, male and female, forces us to have to live in a parameter of right and wrong. Rightly orientated and not rightly orientated. 
And so, what do we do in a world like that? We bend the rules, we morph the truth, we create our own truth, and we come up with an alternative to what is truth. Here is our prophetic role. My brothers and sisters, you and I are followers of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is God. Jesus Christ is love. Jesus Christ is truth. You and I are father, followers of Jesus Christ. Our role is to speak his truth to all in our community. It's not about us. It's about everyone that we might meet. Not in a rash, mean, ugly, terrible way. Go back to St. Paul. It can't be. You, you can't go out and correct somebody on life or on gender, and you can't do it correctly if you are unkind, if you do it in a jealous manner, if you do it like you're pompous, if you do it like you're rude, if you do it like it's your own agenda, if you do it because you're angry. No, the only way you and I can influence the world and give God's truth to the world is to do it in love, with patience and kindness, enduring all things, but never compromising God who is truth. My brothers and sisters, welcome to the world of the prophets. We all have the role. Let's pray that this week we might find the courage and the direction to lovingly, carefully, appropriately, givingly, sparingly, in a controlled manner, guide and direct those in our families so, so that they know the truth our friends of ours, so that they know the truth and do it with love. May God continue to bless you.